Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. I have this theory that I have been playing around with where I think it takes us three years, three years to kind of settle in and figure out how the heck to do this business thing. <laughs> like if you're starting something brand new from scratch, no mentoring, no guidance. You're so stubborn. You're going to try and figure it all out yourself. Really trying to create something in alignment with your vision, your values, and cut through all of the complication. And we're trying to figure out all the technology and we're trying to figure out all the details and you're just showing up every day and you're like pouring your heart and soul into it all. I think it takes us three years. And I know many of us just want that immediate overnight satisfaction. But I want to just seed that thought with you because I find it really helpful to remember that nothing happens overnight, much to our disappointment. But if you are going through a new chapter, a new phase of your growth in your business, it's okay if it's not happening fast enough. It's okay if you're not getting the results that you want right now. And this idea of going, okay, so the next phase of your business, if you are pivoting to just weddings or pivoting away from weddings, or you're kind of 
unwinding a previous version of your business and going all in on subscriptions, or you want to completely revamp your business and just go target high-end weddings and events. Are you committed to making this happen over a 36-month window? And I know that that flies in the face of everything that we want. (laughs) Because we want immediate gratification. We want solutions right now. And I want to be able to make this happen. But I've been toying around with this idea of going, okay, so three years ago, I had this vision. Three years ago, I wanted to create the Flower Boss Academy in its current iteration. And it has taken me three years to figure out how to make this happen. And it's the perfect timeline. It's the perfect timeline in order to figure out what the heck this thing even looks like. And if I had somehow landed on this concept, which I know I wouldn't have because I had to go through my own experiences to get ideas from this place. And what about an idea from over here? And could we create something so new and innovative within our industry that gives Flores access to one-on-one coaching all the templates and tools that you need, an amazing community of human beings, live classes, like an online classroom space where people can learn in their own time. People can focus on the pieces that are most important to their own businesses. And you still get one-on-one support. How I envisioned it many years ago is not at all what it looks like today, but what it looks like today is even better than what I imagined it would look like. And if I had rushed that process, if I had tried to come out on day one with this program, A, it wouldn't be as good as it is today. It wouldn't have the support and the humans inside of the program that it has today. The study vault wouldn't be nearly as comprehensive as it is today. Plus being able to take all the concepts that worked in our business and apply them to hundreds of florists around the world take their learnings, simplify the concepts and make it even easier for the next group of floral designers to get results faster than before. No way could I have come up with this idea three years ago. And I look back now and I realize like, of course, of course, this is the journey that we have to go on. And of course, it's never going to happen in our own timeline. I do know that for me though, absolutely. There were three kind of pivot points, three amazing investments that I would hands down make again. And I wanted to go through these one at a time because I think it's so helpful to know what other business owners are spending their money on, like what is worth investing in and what isn't. And just having a different point of view in terms of what has been a great investment in our business. And this idea of really thinking about like, it is, (laughs) I laugh when I think about it, but it's a very real, I put in quotes, problem. Because one of the common, like, you come into Flower Boss Academy and you get your foundation sorted. And then you're like, okay, Kathleen, now I really understand like where my revenue is coming from. I understand where my inquiries are coming from. I understand pricing. I understand all of these pieces of the puzzle. And while I'm sorting through some of the details and the nuances, can you talk me through what to do with all this extra money in my bank account? (laughs) Yes, I absolutely can. Because 
If you're brand new to this business thing, my friends, it can feel very daunting to realize like I'm paying myself a paycheck and my operations budget is covered and I'm okay with the tax office and I've all paid my wholesale invoices and I've paid myself a salary and there's money left over. And what do I do with this? So I wanted to kind of rewind the clock and go back in time and give you a kind of top three list, top three list of things I would definitely consider doing again, three probably best investments in our business, and just three ideas for what you could possibly do. And really thinking through and being intentional with what you want to invest your profit into. And no doubt when you're in the early stages of your business, it's going to be getting your website sorted, making sure that you have the infrastructure in your studio or in your shop, making even more staff hires, making sure that you're doing brand shoots regularly, like all of those kind of run of business, almost in the category of expenses, but they're definite great investments to make in your business. And I also want to just interrupt for a second, because I know in our industry in particular, there's a lot of misinformation around what profit is. At its bare bones, profit is the money that you have left over after you've paid your expenses, your taxes, and your salaries. So yes, there should be money left over. Your profit is not your salary. Your profit is not your expenses. Your profit is not what you pay your staff. Your profit is not what you give away to the tax office. Generally speaking, and this is a very general guide, please go talk to your financial advisor and your accountant. But when we're planning finances, when we're planning cash flow, when we're planning money, the way I will walk you through it is to say you're going to have five major buckets. So you'll have a bucket for the tax office a bucket for your profitability, a bucket for your salary and your staffing, a bucket for your operations. And I feel like I've missed one. Otherwise, I'm not even paying attention. Maybe I'll go back and repeat myself. (laughs) So a bucket for your taxes, a bucket for your operations, a bucket for your cost of goods sold. That's what I was missing. Yes, a bucket for your wholesale flowers and your sundries or your hard goods, a bucket for the taxes and a bucket for profit five containers of money. Generally speaking, if you're looking for a guide, you're going to allocate 20% of your revenue into each one of those five buckets. So 20% for taxes, 20% for salaries and freelancers, 20% for cost of goods sold, 20% for operations, and 20% for profit. Now, it is not exact science. Everybody has some subtleties to carry through that, but it's a great place to begin. Now, what you do with the money that you have in your profit allocation is going to directly impact how quickly your business grows. So if you think about your profit in your business and understand that this is your fuel, it's like your rocket fuel to help you move your business forward, create more impact faster. So that the money that is sitting in your account, there are an infinite number of things you could do with it. And every single one of you is going to have a different list of priorities in terms of what matters to you. 
everybody's at a different stage in business. Everybody's at a different like life cycle. Everybody's trying to balance work and life. And you get to decide where you want to invest your profit. But I want you to think of it as an investment. Unlike paying for flowers or paying for hard goods, your profit gets poured back into your business and fuels your growth. Most business owners, and this is not just a floristry thing, but generally speaking, most business owners are either unaware of their profitability, totally scared to look at their numbers, or feel guilty for even making a profit over a salary. All of those things, my friends, are very normal (laughs) within our industry. And I think it's actually compounded by the fact that nobody in our industry actually talks about the ins and outs of making money. So then all of us as human beings kind of sit in our little hermit shells, beating ourselves up, even at the idea for having the desire to make money. Like we will sit here and we will beat ourselves up for the fact that we want to make a salary and have profit. So then we tell ourselves that we're greedy. And as a creative, you're led to believe that the starving artist is the most virtuous way to be. Because God forbid I go out there and add beauty and life and love to the humans. I make enough money to cover my costs and then I make a profit on top of it. (gasps) Who would have thought of such a controversial thought? And most of that stems from the fact, I believe, that as women, we have very few role models to look to in terms of making money, making an impact, and seeing, like actually seeing women showing up, making money, and creating a positive net impact on the world. There's so few examples of that happening. But do you know who doesn't feel bad for making money? (laughs) Apple. I had to Google this because I was like, I want to actually know, like, what was Apple's profitability in 2020? Anybody have a guess? Like, I couldn't even guess that the number was this big because I don't even know if I can envision how big this number actually is. $104 billion. Billion, as in B. <laughs> like, that's more monopoly money than I even know what to do with. billion. And we're beating ourselves up for making like the pennies in comparison to $104 billion. Like that's where the work is. That's where the blind spot is, right? If Apple can walk around, everybody working there feels okay. Um, Tim Cook is feeling okay about making his $104 billion in one calendar year. Then we are allowed to also make money. And it's okay that in our industry and in our society, most creatives do not talk about making money. But that also reinforces the fact that then we're going to show up and we're going to feel guilty for making money. Here's what I have learned to be true. In unraveling my own money story, the only one who loses out by your business not turning a profit is you. It's you, your community, your wholesalers, your team, your vendors, the other businesses you work with, and your customers. 
all because we're telling ourselves, I feel bad for making a profit. And our brain is going to continue to look to reinforce that story until we get to work proving it not true. So flipping the whole narrative on its head. And we have to go out of our way to build literally a new neural pathway and sell ourselves on the idea that making a profit is of benefit. So ask yourself this question. How is it a good thing for you, your team, your community, the businesses that you support? How is it a good thing that your business continues to grow in profitability? Making a profit is not bad. Making a money is not bad. Your profit is actually what fuels your growth as a business. And so far, evidence has shown this to be true, that people who listen to this podcast are not assholes. (laughs) Now, I have not surveyed everybody, but there seems to be a general consensus that the people who listen to this podcast are some of the most amazing, lovely humans on the planet. Good things happen when money is in the hands of good people. Good things happen when money is in the hands of good people. When your business can continue to turn a profit and you get to decide who you get to employ, the vendors who you get to support, the suppliers who you get to bring into your business, the growers who you get to pay them money for their amazing product. You have so much authority when you start to realize like every decision that you make and who you bring into your sphere of influence is on your terms. And you get to decide where you spend your money. And when you're a good person, good things happen. So this is particularly, particularly helpful if you are a service-oriented human being or if you have a desire in your business to donate a portion of your actual profits to a specific cause. If you want to start a movement, if you want to be truly impactful, if you want to have influence, if you want to leave a legacy, your profit is how you make that happen. Your profit is where your power lies. So when you're looking at your revenue and you're paying all of your bills and you're allocating your money for the tax office, and you're setting aside money for your own salary, and then you're looking at what to do with the money that's left over. There were three big investments that we have made over the last decade. I mean, I would even dare say the last 15 years. These, I would still say, are the three best investments that we've made. They're all investments that have been five figures or more, some of them six figures. (laughs) But every one of these investments I would make again. And in fact, I probably will make again in different shapes and forms. So the first investment that I love that we did was we bought an existing business. Now, When you're looking at buying an existing business, it's really, really, really important to know what you're buying. And the most valuable part of buying an existing business is the piece of the puzzle where you can walk in on a Monday morning, unlock the door, you know that the money's going to come in and the systems are sorted so that the money is kind of guaranteed. Like it's a little bit hard to mess it up 
as long as you're following the previous owner's directions. That's the kind of business that I want you to look at buying. If you're interested in buying a business, if you really want to fast track your results, buying an existing business is an amazing shortcut. The biggest thing being you need to know what you're buying and you need to understand the systems and the processes. And there needs to be some clarity in terms of, okay, so if you open the door on a Monday, what is going to happen over the next 24 hours, seven days, 30 days, six months, one year? The business that you're going to buy ideally would be walk in, walk out, and you'd have total clarity in terms of where the growth potential is, how the systems work, knowing you could walk in on a Monday morning and it is all very repeatable. So that is number one, is buying an existing business. Number two was investing in coaching with Tatiana O'Hara, and she is a operations and team coach. And I invested in her program a year and a half ago. And the way that she teaches team structure, hiring, and systems is fucking incredible. I have like so much love and admiration for the way that her brain works because her brain actually works very similarly to the way like her original training was the restaurant industry. So super applicable to florists, which is awesome. But she also then after the restaurant industry went and worked with a massive, like massive international grocery store chain. So she has like a totally different perspective. So she has married those two experiences and come up with a program where she can take any business, like you could be doing any business and she will help you sort through, like simplify your system, simplify what you're selling and teach you the skills that you need in order to be an amazing, awesome team leader. So highly recommend that investment if you're at that stage of your business. And then the third one, which is definitely right for me, and I know it's right for our business, and that was going through the Life Coach School certification program. I will tell you, any time that you can invest in understanding how your human brain works, it will always be the best investment that you can make. So whether you go through and you have a life coach, whether you have a long-term mentorship program, whether you pay to have a business coach, whether you pay to have some sort of ongoing support and mentorship, whether you're part of the Flower Boss Academy, these are long-term continual investments in your own personal growth and your own development. And I truly believe that they should be a line item on your P&L every single year. I have found it to be absolutely revolutionary to make sure that I have somebody who is there to support me. Ideally, they don't even know anything about our industry. So they don't come with any of the should do, supposed to do's. But this idea of going, if you really want to fast track your results, and particularly if you're at the six figures wanting to scale to deep six figures, seven figures, having that solid coach, support, mentorship, people who will call you on your own bullshit is phenomenal. It has been absolutely game-changing for me because we all walk around with our own blind spots, all of us. And having somebody else call you out on your blind spots is amazing. 
knowing that they're supporting you and everybody is on board to get the same result. And that's why I felt so passionate about shifting our model, shifting our structure to the Flower Boss Academy so that there could be like every florist can get access to private one-on-one coaching, like you and a coach every single week. It's so phenomenal because you don't even need to bring like a big problem to the table. Like if there is 20 minutes in your calendar and you're like, hey, I want to work with somebody to help sort out this system. I want to work with somebody to help really understand my numbers. I want to work with somebody to kind of possibly go through, like, how do I prioritize my to-do list? I'm getting really frustrated with Google ads. Like whatever human messiness you're dealing with in your business, you get to bring it to one of those sessions. And you have literally like somebody with you by your side to help you solve this problem. That is the shit that changes lives, my friends. And I'm so grateful to have been on this journey and to be able to make this happen and to know that it's all literally coming full circle. So when you're thinking about what to and where to invest your profits, think about what you can invest in that will pay off in your business in the long, long term. And think about what you can invest in that will help bridge the gap and fill in some of the holes that you know that you have. And we all have them, right? But this idea of we're going to take $10,000, $20,000, $100,000, whatever that number is, and you're going to invest it in something that's going to help you skyrocket your growth. It is a game changer. Investment in yourself and investment in your brain will never go wrong. You can never lose when you're investing in yourself. Always win. Okay, my friends, I hope that that's been helpful. I can't wait to hear how you go. Go out there, make some money, drive safe, eat your vegetables, drink some water, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.